because I need to do this segment live as well because I, I have to try and clear some airspace, clear some things up for a lot of my Sixers fans who don't seem to understand or have a grasp of the business side and some of the logic and some of the reasoning behind some of the things that have transpired with the Sixers. So, as we know, and oh, my stuff? I'm, I'm, I'm missing some stuff here now. Anyway, oh, there we go. All right, we back now. Anyway, Sixers, first signing of yesterday, give Tobias Harris, Max. Five years, 180 mil. And people around, me a little bit myself, even have a little feeling that that's maybe a little bit too, too much, much for him. Uh, maybe it's not, you know. Like I said, I know the Sixers had a plan. Mike Scott returns, as he said he wanted to, for two years, $9.8 million. J.J. Reddick will be gone. He'll be going to play the Pelicans, play with the Pelicans for two years, $26 million. Okay. Then the Sixers turn and sign Al Horford, four years, $98 million contract. Okay, and He said 109 or whatever, but there's like 12 to 13, 14, somewhere between 12 and a little bit upwards of that million in assets. So that's like performance assets for Al. Now, getting into the J.J. Reddick issue. Some people are in a way because they feel like Sixers lost some shooting. Mm -hmm. They did. You know, no arguments there. But I ask and I put out there, one of the things that a lot of people were disturbed about during the Sixers season, their play was their defense on the wing in pick and rolls. He wasn't that good. Okay, time. that was J.J. Reddick. You knew he wasn't a good defender yeah. when he came here two years ago. Right. Okay. So, you needed an upgrade there as far as for the defense. Mm -hmm. They had a plan for that, and we'll get into that. Also, the price. J.J.'s already 35. J.J.'s already 35. Mm -hmm. Okay. I understand he said he liked it here, he wanted to stay here, all fine and well. Mm -hmm. But with the plan, the way the Sixers' direction is focused right now on winning now, you could have stayed, but you were not going to get two years, 26 you million. That's a It's 13 million a year. That's mm -hmm. almost start. That's pretty much starter's money. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get that. You weren't going to get that from Elton Brand and the Sixers for this coming season or no the next two seasons you weren't gonna get 13 mil so you like i said you sacrificed some shooting okay there are shooters available like i mentioned to you wesley matthews seth curry mm -hmm. danny green so there are shooters available mm -hmm. that can still be had they play defense okay too. those guys are better defenders as well so you come get both so if you can land one of these guys and lose J.J. Reddick... It's a win-win for y'all. You gain more than you lost. For less money. Okay. So, <clears throat> that is where that is. Somebody just chimed in, and, Jay, and Reddick has... Also, I missed that quote. 
But they said he's a streaky shooter, and yeah, definitely that. Mm-hmm. You know, we understood that. Like I said, he was good for what he was worth. And, and, and right now, at 35, with this team, the way that their direction is, or the way that their direction is looking, mm-hmm. he would have been relegated to a bench player. It, it's just the way the style of play is and where they want to go, his age and all of that mixed into that uh, equation. Mm-hmm. So, moving into the Al Horford deal. I don't like the money. Um, if you remember last week when I mentioned what he was asking, I felt like the Sixers should stay far away from it. You overpaid him? Yeah, I think we overpaid him. I definitely think that. He's up in age. But the tail end of that contract, he's going to be 36, somewhere yeah, around there, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to lose some stuff in that. But... When you look at it from just a basketball standpoint, it's a good move. And <clears throat> you think about what the Sixers have in Joel Embiid. You think about the type of player that Al Horford is. You kind of have to realize and understand that, in a few ways, it can help the team. It can help JoJo. I think that having an Al Horford right now will help JoJo in the simple fact that his body won't get the wear and tear that it would that it would have gotten that it has gotten the last couple seasons without us having a viable backup center. And because of the money, Al Horford, Al Horford will more than likely start at the four moving Tobias Harris to his original ideal position at the three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there'll be games when, like this new thing with the low management where you could plug Al Horford in at the five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you look, you possibly bring back a Greg Monroe type, uh, Bobby, if you will. You know, guys that are reasonable, you know, mid-level exceptions or somewhere around that, close to that, mm-hmm. that can just buy you some time. You know, and the other side of that is, and I'm still talking just basketball-wise, who's been a thorn in JoJo's? Who's been one of the thorns in JoJo's side last few years in the playoffs? Didn't play him this year in the playoffs, but last few years down the line, playoffs, regular season, JoJo has had issues with Al Horford playing against him. (laughs) So... Now you have another veteran that plays that position that can, I think, coexist with JoJo, who can also teach him some things as far as that position from a veteran standpoint at such an early young age. JoJo's 24, so he can get a lot of knowledge. He can get a wealth of knowledge from it. Again, like I said, I am not liking the contract, the money thing. I definitely don't like but I understand and I see their thought process. I see how where their thinking was in this situation. Now, moving backwards up to Tobias Harris. Again, I also think that that was a little bit too much money. But the other way that I look at it and what I said to people who asked me about it and mentioned it, that also feel like that was too much money, it, it got to a point where you had to keep one of those two. Mm-hmm. 
Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris were top priorities on their list. You could not. You could not. Both of I'm going to say it a third time. Hmm. You could not lose both of them. Okay? So, Tobias is younger, 27. So, you, of course, you losing Jimmy, so you give him a little bit more money. You make him happy. I'm okay with that. Like I said, I still think it's a little bit too much, but you move him into his ideal three position. Hopefully, he can get back to the player he was with the Clippers before he came to the Sixers. He was arguably an all-star. He was in the all-star hunt until the trade. So hopefully he can get back to that, and he can score in a number of ways for you. Now, the Jimmy Butler situation. It has been reported, and it has been time-stamped or whatever you will, that uh, people have been saying that the Sixers did not offer him the max at all I don't think that was the entire case this is just my opinion nobody else's I feel like they didn't want to go as far as the fifth year 190 whatever which what which is what he wanted that's what he wanted from the Sixers because he knew he could get it he knew he could ask for it the Sixers concern I believe was that fifth year where he would be at that 35-year-old age. And because of his skill set and the things that he does on the court, mm-hmm. wouldn't be feasible to be paying him upwards of 40 mil at that age when you don't really know what he would be. You don't know what Hell Jimmy far. Butler you would be getting at that point. And the reason I said that now, and then people are probably going to say jump back and say, well, what about Al Horford, brother, whatever, whatever. Here's the thing. It's twenty million less. It's different positions, mm-hmm. okay. And Al Horford is a very, very cerebral player. It's going to help JoJo, believe it or not, people. If you understand basketball, it's going to help. And help brand new there. It's going to help, mm-hmm. okay. So they facilitated a sign and trade with Jimmy Butler. So that means that they talked. That means that they kind of knew that there was a chance that he would be leaving. Okay? Now, the money that he got in the signing trade, he got a four-year, 142 mil, which is probably what they were offering him to stay here. Okay? He wants to go to Miami. As of right now, initially the trade was Jimmy Butler would be a signing trade. The four years, 142 mil. Sixers would get back in return. Josh Richardson. And also as part of the deal, the Mavs, who would be the third team involved, initially would get Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones. Mm-hmm. Here recently, earlier this morning, it's been reported that there has been a snag in this trade. Mm-hmm. Okay, The Dallas Mavericks are doing what they should do as a team in free agency. Mm-hmm. They want Goran Dragic in the deal. Instead of Derek Jones. They'll take Kelly Olenek, but they want Goran Dragic in the deal. I don't know if Miami's willing to do that. And this is one of the things I said when people were talking, when they first put out the rumors about Jimmy going there. And, and, and the reason it was a sign and trade was because the Sixers felt like we can't just let him walk away and get nothing. We're not going to do that. That's not good business. So they facilitated the sign and trade or whatever. Now, 
you got four years, 142 mil, mm-hmm. going to play in Miami because that's what you said you wanted to go and play in Miami. And don't get me wrong, I still love Jimmy Butler as a player. No, no disrespect to me. Anything, no disrespect to him. You know, this is his decision, mm-hmm. and I totally get that. As opposed to some other fans who now think that he slighted the team and this, that, and the third. No, he didn't. It's free agency. That's why it's called free agency. He's able to do what he wants. I respect his decision. I don't have to like it, but I have to respect it. It's business. So, you got the four years, 142 mil. Now is the snag. So, now Miami has to try and get another team involved to make this work. And, and like I mentioned, they were already at, um, they were already at minus 35 on the cap. So, that means they were 35 million over the cap. Wow. They didn't have the space to sign him anyway, wow. which is why they have to make this move. They have to make some other moves, and the Sixers will be getting more mm-hmm. than just Josh Richardson in this deal whenever it gets straightened out, whenever it gets organized and finalized. Mm-hmm. But, again, couldn't let him walk away for nothing. He's got a four-year deal. But I just feel like basketball-wise, situation-wise, if you were wanting to win, and win now, mm-hmm. I think his chances were a lot better staying with the Sixers. Yeah. There's nothing in Miami. Miami hasn't made the playoffs since the year before, and they lost to the Sixers 4-1 yeah, real quick. before I you got here. Hey, my fault. I thought they was going to keep Butler and let him you know, it, it, It's one of them things you said it. where one of the two. it's one of them things where, you know, you talk to these guys. You can talk to these guys. They can't finalize anything until free agency, but you can talk to these guys and, and say mm-hmm. certain things, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So with that, you go to Miami. Now you're sitting on ice. You're waiting to see if this deal really is going to go through. Yeah, new team. You see what happens. <laughs> you want to be the number one guy. You want the team to be built around you. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot. Because, like I said, your salary cap restrained. Thirty-five. And one of the things that I heard also was that you take a look at Miami and you think, why would you want to go there and you win? And it says a lot about Miami when you've got Udonis Haslam still on that roster at 40 years old. It says a lot. So, I like Jimmy Butler. Love his game. White Sox still there? Yeah, but... They probably gonna have to trade him to make room to fill in this contract. Yeah, nobody. You know, so I like I said, I love him. I love his game. Mm-hmm. But you going to Miami and you being friends with D Wade, Dwayne Wade is gone, and my brother, <laughs> you, to you are, you are not Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I, I no no disrespect to you and your game. Like I said, I love you mm-hmm. as a player. I love your game, but you are not. He's not a superstar. You are not D Wade. He's a star, but not a superstar. You are not D-Wade. So where your thought process was with that, I really, really do not know. So, like I said, if this trade has hit a snag, so we will wait and see what happens, what transpires. I will definitely keep my ear to the situation. And as soon as I get information, I will definitely post what's going on and what happens. So, in Josh Richardson... Mm-hmm. When this deal does go through, he will definitely be coming. 
So you're looking at a potential lineup right now, starting lineup for the Sixers. Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, and Joel Embiid. Not a bad. Not a bad starting five. Go to the finals with that, right? Uh, right? Depending on what Mr. Leonard does, you still got a fighting chance <laughs> in, the, in the East. Oh, yeah. And even with the signing of Kyrie Irving and, and KD, like I said, KD's not going to play this year. Oh, yeah. You know, they made some changes in, in Brooklyn. But you also made some changes, so you're still you're still right in the mix. You know, like you lose Jimmy Butler, but it didn't drop you out of contention. You know, you're still in the mix. You're still talked about as one of the top teams in the East. If Kawhi Leonard leaves, you probably will bounce up to two behind Milwaukee. I got one, and Milwaukee <laughs> has lost a few pieces. Not really a few, but you know they re-signed Middleton. They got the Greek free. They lost Malcolm Brogdon, who was a big part of their their work. They re-signed George Hill. Mm-hmm. They got Eric Bledsoe, but Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, is point guards that have some miles on them. Mm-hmm. Still serviceable, but they do have some miles on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bledsoe has some injuries, so we will see how that plays out in Milwaukee. Gotcha. I'm out the and the Sixers are also right now talking extensions with Ben Simmons. But getting back to Josh Richardson coming in, he's six six, and people are like, "Oh, he can't. He's not a great shooter." Listen, free agency just started yesterday. Mm-hmm. There are shooters available. Once this deal gets straightened out with them, one. they will have a plan. They they're waiting, and the Sixers are the ones pushing to have this done quickly so they can move on with their process so they don't lose people. So I'm telling you. They have a well laid out plan, I believe. Danny Green, I, I believe they have a well laid out plan. You know, so they need this deal to go through. But again, you look at the picture. JJ Reddick was your starter at the two. Mm-hmm. Teams killed us in pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Won't be that easy now because you got a defender and you got some length there. Josh Richardson is six six, and he plays some D. Mm-hmm. He can score the ball. You know, not probably not at the rate that JJ shot the three, but he's a little bit more athletic than JJ. Mm-hmm. Bigger. I think he can do a little bit better things than J.J. as far as going off the dribble, creating his own shot. So, you know, not a bad thing, people. Not a bad thing at all. And, and again, you know, wrapping your brain around this Jimmy Butler situation mm-hmm. is really, really crazy. Like I said, I don't know if it's you just wanted to be in Miami. And again, like I said, with you being there, the way they were cap-strapped, it's going to take some time before they can build anything around you. you I just feel like your chances were better mm-hmm. here to progress in the playoffs. I mean, hell, again, mm-hmm. four bounces away mm-hmm. from the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Four bounces. Arguably the toughest competition for the right. Toronto Raptors throughout the playoffs. And I'm including, and this is because of injuries and everything, I'm including finals. the Warriors in that, in the finals, including them in that. Sixers took them to seven and played them the toughest throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, like I said again, four bounces. You could have been looking at the Eastern Conference Finals, Maybe possibly chip. Chip. playing for a chip and winning the chip with the Golden State Warriors injuries, because you beat them in Golden State twice. With, right, they beat them. Right? They beat. They didn't beat them twice. Okay. They beat them yeah. out there. They came here and beat us, and but healthy, yeah. you know, you beat them and they were somewhat healthy. Mm-hmm. So you knew that you could play with them. So you know, it. it it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's not definitely, definitely not over. Free agency will continue. Like I said, normally today would have been the first day. 
So it's a lot of stuff that happened, mm-hmm. a lot of things that will still happen. Right. Some things need to be finalized, some things need to be straightened out, mm-hmm. organized, whatever, whatever, what have you. And we will keep you posted on what is going on. Now, you know Heat 100 Radio is always into doing stuff. We always have events. July 14th, 5th Street Lounge, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. July 14th. Fish Fry. Simply Monica. His woman, his wife, my man. The stage play. Coming September the 14th. Powered by Simply Monica and Heat 100 Radio. Now, in support of that, again, we have Fish Fry, July 14th. Fifth Street Lounge. 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Get at me at sportsrack underscore D for ticket information or tickets. Also, get at simplymonica72 on Instagram for your tickets. Get there. Come on out. Support a good cause. Then get your tickets for the play. Come see the play. Find out a little bit more about Simply Monica that you do not already know. Mm-hmm. Also, next week, Heat 100 Radio, Sports Rack. Double episode. We got our regular show. 11 a.m. next Monday. We have a special episode, 6 p.m. next Monday. You got to tune in to the 11 a.m. show to find out what's going on on the 6 p.m. show. Mm-hmm. You heard me? You got to tune in to next week's 11 a.m. show to find out what's going on on the 6 p.m. show. So, that being said, that is your Sixers wrap-up. Hopefully, I cleared up some things for you guys. Coming up, coming up, we got to shift our focus. We will shift our focus. We're going to shift our focus to the young ladies. You saw the post. I'm waiting for my guest. She's on the way. Females are phenoms. They will be in the building. Women in professional sports, mentors, will be in the building. Stay tuned, folks. It's your boy, D. I will talk to you on the other side. And be ready for some real, real entertainment and some real pertinent information when it comes very, very quickly, very shortly. Again, you don't want to miss this. So go ahead and grab your lunch, (laughs) nibble a little bit, get back to your desk, sit down and get here so you can tune in and get this information. We will see you on the other side in just a few minutes.